Today is Saturday, June the 18th, 2016. This is episode 36 of the Hillcrest Duo. I am Metal John on Twitter at Metal John Radio. And joined with me, as always, Mr. Brad Risto. What's up, Hillheads? I am Outsider Brad on um, uh, Twitter. And on this episode of the Hillcrest Duo, we're going to go through a lot of just catching up on recent news involving some of our favorite TV shows, including The Walking Dead. We're going to talk about some of the latest news coming out regarding Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman. Uh, and before we get to all of that, wanted to just catch up and see how things have been, yeah. Brad. It's been about two weeks. It's been two weeks. A lot of things have happened. Um, for me, personally, I spent the last week glued to my twitter and uh that just the internet in general as e3 was happening out in los angeles lots of cool things coming out from uh, the video game systems coming up two games that i'm looking forward to a lot one is a new spider-man game developed by insomniac games they're the ones who um, are responsible for two of my favorite superhero games infamous and its sequel infamous 2 where you get to play as a superhero with electrical powers and now they're going to get to um dive into spider-man completely um, unassociated with um, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It is a completely independent story. Somehow, I think the fact that it's a PS4 exclusive is part of the deal that Sony worked out with Marvel to get um, uh, Spider-Man to be in the Marvel films. But another game coming out is Telltale Games' Batman, which Ooh. I've told you about in the past is an action-adventure game, but because of this, unlike every other Batman game where you just play as Batman and beat guys up, you're going to spend a significant portion of your time playing as Bruce Wayne and helping move the story forward through your dialogue choices. And oh. that is something I look forward to completely is getting to be Bruce Wayne and saying being like the smartest guy in the room and the billionaire philanthropist. And those are slated to come out next year? Um, there's, I think believe they're both slated to come out by Christmas this year, especially oh, Batman. Nice. Batman is one you're going to like because Telltale Games – they tell great stories. Some of the mechanics can be a bit dodgy, but if you want to sit down and get a pretty good story, you can get it. There's um, a Walking Dead um, of games, and there's um, Game of Thrones games, both of them. Nice. And you just sit back, and you're basically watching a movie, and then every now and then you're going to get a prompt that says, well, there will be a lot of quick time events, you know, just like in uh, Call of Duty, hit Y to pay respects. And then you'll also get dialogue choices, and that, what choice you make there progresses the story, and where it uh, delves from there is completely up to you. It's like choose your own adventure. Nice. And who didn't love a choose your own adventure book? Well, that's that's cool. So, what have you been up to? Been doing things, things yeah. with stuff. Well, uh, last weekend I was at uh, the roller coaster capital of the world, Cedar Point, which Ooh. is in Sandusky, Ohio. Went out, uh, went up there for uh, a little weekend trip. Uh, spent the day at Cedar Point, then. Took the little uh, Jet Express Island Ferry out to Putten Bay, which is basically an island very similar to Key West, but it's in the middle of Lake Erie. Uh huh. And it's awesome. It's just everybody drives around in golf carts, you, a lot of bars and restaurants and pool Metal? parties. And were you the old guy? No. No? No. I figured you would be the creepy old guy at this point by now. No, no, no. That's okay, good. You're, you're, you're good. You're still not the creepy old guy because that when you get to that point, it's like. Oh, no, I'm that guy now. The guy I used to make fun of 30 years ago, that's me. No, no I'm not the creepy old guy yet. Not yet. yet. <laughs> will yes. be someday, though. It will be happening. Uh, I did go see Conjuring 2, Ooh. which I had really been wanting to see that, uh, directed by James Wan. Uh, it's another 
Another case from the Ed and Lorraine Warren files, and uh, this one shifts to the infield poltergeist that took place from 1977 to 1975 in infield England. Uh, this uh, this story actually made a ton of headlines, um, and I watched the movie first, and then I looked into the story, mm-hmm. and the film actually stayed really true to a lot of little details that were out in public. Like, there's actually a photograph of the little girl like levitating above her bed. That's out there, and they actually put that scene into the movie. Of course. There's audio, like actual audios of of Bill, the poltergeist, talking, Mm -hmm. and that audio is out on YouTube. You can hear that. Like It's really cool. Like um, I don't really think it was like scary or disturbing. It just had some really creepy moments in it. But More creepy than scary. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, You know, you're you're a big guy. Did you know that you could buy something that would probably be very near and dear to your heart? It'd be a long commute. But you could buy the Amityville Horror House. Oh, out in uh, New York? Yeah, you could be the owner of that house. You'd have to drive a long way into the Joliet, Chicago area, but don't you think that commute would be worth it? Absolutely. Um, all right, well, let's get into some of our some of our. Oh, by the way, Finding Dory opens this weekend. You're gonna go see it? Um, I might go see that. I also might go see Central Intelligence. From everything, it looks like it's gonna just be a mediocre comedy. But when you have the charisma of Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart side by side, how can you pass that up? I may wait and see that just when it comes out on video. But my goodness, I could just imagine what yeah. those two would like. I, I don't know how I feel about Finding Dory. Like I, I, I mean, I liked Nemo, but I wasn't a huge fan. So that's why I think I'm kind of hesitant on Dory. But I did a, hear it's though, a Pixar film, so you know it's going to be good. They don't yeah. miss. Apparently, there's a couple of diehard Easter eggs in it, so you have to keep an eye out for that. If As you in, you mean a diehard fan Easter egg, or um, of the movie like diehard diehard movie Easter <laughs> like like references Easter no. eggs. You gotta oh, look for them yes. in Finding Dory. Oh, I okay. See, now I am completely sold on going to see Finding Dory. All right. So, uh, speaking of movies, I think it's safe to say that at this point, the next movie that. We're all talking about in the comic book world and the superhero world is Suicide Squad. It comes out August 5th. Well, um, I, I mean, I just think that that's the one that all the tension's on right now. I think Ghostbusters would be ahead of that just because. You think so? I th- th- I, I that feel- movie has to work a little bit harder because it isn't actually associated with the narrative that everyone knows. It actually has to get good reviews. It has none of that nostalgic appeal for people that saw the original. But I still would say that is the next big movie for comic book fans, for nerds fans, for the kids of the 80s. I'm only going to disagree with you because everybody that I've talked to, all of my friends that are Ghostbuster diehard fans like like us, like, we, we love, me, we love yeah. the originals, none of us are excited about seeing this movie. Well, they did completely divorce it from the original narrative, which I think was a mistake, but they wanted to do a hard reboot. I mean, I, I will go see it. That. It's going to get oh, my gonna money. See. I'm going to see it. We're yes. going to talk about it on an upcoming episode. But anyways, August 5th, Suicide Squad's going to be yes. out. And um, so about a couple of weeks ago, some disheartening news came out. Uh, see, I don't really think it was very disheartening. Really? It was not a big surprise. So it's going to be officially rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. But producer Charles Roven told Collider that PG-13 was always the plan. Right. Because all of their, all of their DC movies in this particular universe... You know, this Batman versus Superman Justice League universe, they're all going for PG-13 ratings. Okay. So they didn't want one movie to be rated R and to to step outside what the other movies are doing. You see, I am disappointed because when you heard about the reshoots that they were doing, um, uh, in, it was around February after Deadpool came out, you're like, 
oh, maybe they're trying to punch it up a bit and get that R rating because they saw the success, what a rated R movie for an action like this could be, and maybe they wanted to do their own version of that. And that's what I was kind of hoping for because I feel, especially with the Suicide Squad, when you're um, limiting yourself to PG-13, you are limiting yourself a lot because they are a lot more raw than all the other superheroes. I, I do see that point. Um, I just think that really the only way to push this to be rated R is to amp up the violence, amp up yeah. the language. Um, They're but, going for more mass appeal, and I understand yeah. that. I just feel you won't be as true to the comic by um, just going for the PG-13 rating instead of just letting it be... I suppose it wouldn't have been quite a hard R film, but have it be so soft R. And uh, that is my fault. I apologize. We're not wrapping up yet. No, we're not. I hit a button on the keyboard, and apparently it plays things. So that is my fault. I apologize. We're not done yet. We're never leaving. Um, One thing I guess uh, you could say is there's probably going to be a director's cut of this movie at some yes, point. Yes, just like Batman versus Superman, yeah, which, which we we're going to get into in just later. a second. Um, yeah. So I that's why I guess I'm not too disappointed about it. I am still pretty excited about this movie and I think my opinion this has the potential to be the best superhero movie of the year. I it could but I think it has a lot of work to do because I really liked Captain America Civil War and uh, that one had more characters that people actually cared about. The hardest thing for this one to do especially within the um, realm of the superhero movies is the general audience, not you and me, not um, uh, comic book fans, have had no chance to connect with any of these characters. In yeah. Civil War, people already had connections to Captain America. They had connections to Iron Man. Let's. This, uh, I want to play some role-playing here, though. Okay. Let's say Suicide Squad is a fantastic movie. We both love it. Mm -hmm. We both love these characters. We love the flow of the movie. We really love this movie. Right. If that happens... And, and and the general population and, and critics and, and audience, everybody raves about this. Do you think it's possible that Zack Snyder loses his job to David Ayer on the Justice League? It wouldn't surprise me at all because people are um, uh, just saying Zack Snyder is um, a little too um, dark. And the fact that he's going to be um, – uh, Ayer is going to be able to do this movie that's going to have the same kind of dark undertones that every other movie has but still make it um, great and make it accessible – and comical. And I mean, comical. They, you look at and the, that's trailers, the, the trailers, they're focused on the comedy. And that's the big thing. When you watch the um, Zack Snyder movies, there is no humor in them whatsoever. I mean, you got some from Jeffrey Irons as Alfred in um, uh, Batman vs. Superman, but other than that, it's all just a straightforward drama and yeah. some action thrown in. There is no humor, and that is one thing superhero movies need no matter what is humor, especially within DC, um, standard DC and standard Marvel you need jokes every now and then. You need to give people a little bit of comic relief. Yeah. So uh, sticking with Batman, I would real quick about Batman versus Superman. Obviously, the Ultimate Edition's coming out July nineteenth on Blu-ray. Um, there's leaked copies that are out there. Of course, there and, always is. And they've uh, and they've uh, and they've basically uh, announced that uh, uh, Jenna Malone's true identity in this movie, which has been a big mystery. A lot of speculation. She playing. You know, uh, Barbara Gordon, or who's she playing? Well, it turns out she's playing um, Janet Clyburn, who is a leading scientist at Star Laboratories. Yeah. And what makes this reveal interesting and actually makes a lot of sense is that her connection in this movie is to help out Lois in, in discovering where that bullet came from. Oh. But the fact that she works for Star Labs 
That also means that now she's got a connection to Cyborg and the Flash. Cyborg and Cyborg the Flash. Cyborg and the Flash, which Cyborg is the next movie really coming out. Man, that, that's um, gonna, So that's she'll probably it. have a part in that movie. That's, I just have a bad feeling about Cyborg because he is a bit of a niche character. I think that's going to be a tough sell. Yeah. But I look but, forward to it because he's, he's a great character. And, and I, I've, I haven't really looked too much into a lot of the spoilers, but I did hear about a couple of scenes that are in the movie that uh, basically, to sum it up, there's more death. There's actually some death in this in, oh, in so Batman versus Superman. So Zach a little Snyder. bit more violence. Yeah, Zach. So they they've kind of amped that up. But it, I I've heard too that it actually fills some of those holes that we complained about. Oh well, yeah, I uh, hope so. After we saw the movie back in March, um, so uh, Killing Joke Killing that joke. is going to be released in theaters one night only, July 25th. Phantomevents.com for all the theater locations. There's a couple theaters uh, not too far from the Hillcrest Duo Studio, so I yep. think we'll be going well, to see that. I think we will because you know it's a, one of the biggest um, uh, stories ever told about Batman, and it's going to be raw, man. It's going to be awesome. Oh, this is going to be raw. It's got all of our favorite voice mm -hmm. actors. Have you ever read the comic actually yet? Uh, just bothered to give it a quick read. The Alan Moore not, original, not front, not front to back, but I, I mean, I have it. I've skimmed through it plenty of times. Yes, it, it's a it's a great story. So I'm really I'm really one for that. bad day. I'll, I'll pick up tickets on that one because the theater's right by where I live. So just oh, next that, time I swing oh, that by. Theater. It's the, the Seven Bridges. Yes. Well, I didn't want to tell people no. where the um, uh, Metal John Estate is. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, wait, it's not too far from Wayne Manor. Um, you've got Seven Bridges is one of the theaters that do all the fandom events. Fandom events, they do like yeah. the live concerts. Yeah. They do uh, boxing, mm -hmm. UFC fights. And then like special one night only movie presentations, yes, which is what or, they're well, doing Well, special here. one day only ones because I know they also did some of the Doctor Who almost specials. They did the Day of the Doctor and all that stuff. And uh, to wrap up the Batman conversation, I've got one more Batman quick hit for you. Did you know Batman Forever? Twenty one years ago, June sixteenth, nineteen ninety five. That's when it was released. Quick thought on Batman Forever. The not a good one. <laughs> oh, you didn't like it. I wait, wait, was right. wait, was that the Val Kilmer one? That was the Val Kilmer. That's when Joel Schumacher took the franchise. I can't. I don't away remember. From Tim yeah, because Batman and Robin was um George Clooney's um go as yeah. Bruce Wayne, who until um uh, Ben Affleck took over, while he was one of the worst Batman, was one of the best Bruce Waynes. Was George Clooney? Yeah. Well, with Batman Forever, I remember. I thought Tommy Lee Jones was actually a pretty good uh, Two Face. He was a great Two Face. He, uh, he I had thought. That they, they put Jim Carrey in the movie because that was when he was in his prime. That was right after The Mask and yes. Ace Ventura. Well, the problem was he played the Joker as he the Riddler. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, I'm going to be the Joker. Okay. But I do remember, like, what I one thing I do love about this movie, I love the music videos that were out because yes. this was also during the big MTV phase. So mm -hmm. you had Seal's Kiss from a Rose music video. You had U2's Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me video. But more I love those videos. Do you videos. want to know what they could have done that would have they probably just would have done nowadays if they re-released Batman Forever Now? They just would have said, screw it, we're not going to do the Riddler. Jim Carrey, he's the Joker now. Fine. Yeah. And uh, people would have, there would have been some people grousing, but then he would have done, if he would have done that um, uh, performance as the Riddler as the Joker, this movie probably would have been so much better, and people would have said, yeah, I didn't like it at first, but he is a great Joker. And they could have taken Batman and Forever and Batman and Robin and sort of made them, I wouldn't say reboots, but put them in their own universe. Because yes. both the Schumacher movies had that futuristic Gotham look. Yes, they could it have It didn't done have that gritty Gothic 
Gotham mm-hmm. look I that com- Burton had. It had that futuristic. So they basically, given it- Gotham City a different look, could you say this is a different Gotham City, a different, different Batman, universe? And then he could just could have been the Joker, and which is why um, uh, Billy D. Williams wasn't Harvey Dent. Yeah, I, you, you have to remember that people forget that he was recast as Harvey Dent because that was supposed to be Billy D. as um, uh, Two Face. Yeah, but we oh. never got to have that. Yeah, but they that's, kept the same offer. They came. The, they kept the same commissioner, Gordon. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of why they. It was still always. It, connected. it was hodgepodge. That was yeah. the problem. I mean, because you re, obviously you, you had no problem recasting Batman. So why couldn't you just recast the Joker? And that's all they should have done. And I was I was a little curious though. So I looked this up too. Batman Returns twenty four years ago, June nineteenth, nineteen ninety two. So that that's was, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that was like uh, basically both of these movies were June movies. Uh, Batman Returns, Batman Forever. I remember seeing both of them in theaters. Oh. And, and you know, it's funny, though, is about Batman Returns is, so this came out in June. This was a summer movie. Oh, wait, wait, June wait. Before we go, Batman. But it's a Christmas movie. Yes. And But before we go any farther, speaking of Batman Returns, congratulations to the 2016 Stanley Cup champion, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I made a horrible meme uh, earlier this week um, uh, commemorating that. All right. Uh, horrible. So uh, just a quick uh, quick rundown on some of our TV show stuff. Um, I know right now I'm currently watching Orange is the New Black. It just uh, season four just hit Netflix. I watched the first episode, and uh, there's a really cool scene in the very first episode. It's not a big spoiler, but there's a scene where they're spoilers, chopping up a spoilers, body. Spoilers. And while they're chopping up a body, Papa Roach's Last Resort is playing. You know, <laughs> cut my life into pieces. Oh, it's so funny. Um, I um, at least started watching Preacher. I saw the first episode. I enjoyed it, and they've just been going to my DVR because I am a horrible, lazy person. But and there's nothing on TV to watch, Brad. Well, yeah, that's How are you why you. It? That's I know. I'm, it's just who I am. I'm lazy. But oh. you you might want to give it a go. It's a, it's another one of those brutal comic books, and it's also on AMC, so you might enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, I'm watching Scream Season 2. It's on. I'm liking it so far, but basically the storyline in this one is, so last season there was it was revealed that there was two killers. <gasps> one killer died. The second killer, we found out who that killer was. It was one of the younger girls. And so in this season... We're watching the younger girl, who is the other killer. She is basically just trying to keep her cover hidden. She doesn't want anybody to know that she was the other killer. You know, she's trying to debunk all the theories that there was a second killer. Right. And uh, and and then all of a sudden, now somebody else knows that she is the second killer, and that person is dressing as the scream guy, like taunting her, ghost face, like yeah, getting trying to oust her. So it's a really weird storyline. But I I mean I still. They do a great job at making this bloody, and I love it. It's blood is all over the place in this. In this Unlike show. Scream Queens, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, but you do need to get caught up on TV because when October hits, Brad, we got Supergirl returning on October tenth. Superman's gonna be on the show. I mean, we were um, we spent the entire year saying, "Why is there no Superman? Why is she not even texting with him?" One of the best things they did in that season finale is where they had the little text message thing. That's all they would have had to do for um, every four episodes. But now we're actually going to have soups. We're going to have Superman. It doesn't sound like he's going to be a main player. A no. main player. He's probably going to be in a few episodes. But at least we'll actually see him. Uh, the actor's name Tyler Hochillen. 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 Hochill. I've never heard of him, but I guess he was on Teen Wolf. Never uh, watched that good, show. He's got a, a decent look for Clark Kent. You yeah. Know? Anyway, so that's coming out October 10th. 
October 4th, we got The Flash. October 5th, Arrow. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, with The Once Flash, again, Arrow, the... Supergirl, Legions of Tomorrow, all these CW shows, they all come back in in October, as well as our favorite show, The Walking Dead. Yes. Which, big news on Walking Dead this week. If you did not see this, Hollywood Reporter... Wait, wait, believe... wait. Are you giving away spoilers? Because we don't want to get sued. No, it's not spoilers. Okay, good. But according to Hollywood Reporter, and um, other sites are picking this up now, too, this week... The Walking Dead has filmed 11 death scenes. They filmed every single character that was there with Negan. Every single one of them died. They filmed a death scene for all of them. And basically going to hold on to all of them and then not really reveal the character's death until Until, the premiere. So they're they're doing their best to hide it. I don't necessarily know how they're going to hide the deaths from... People snooping around sets and seeing well, certain that's characters a, well, that's around. That other thing. That's the um, other thing they're doing. It where obviously the news story is that one of the um, Walking Dead spoiler sites got threatened with legal action for revealing too much, even if they were just doing predictions. That might be the other end, but they're not going to be able to stop it because someone's going to tweet out the picture like. Oh, Remus yeah. isn't on. I don't know how set. they can sue somebody for watching a set and posting a photo. Uh, your 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 set's not protected unless it's private property. I don't know either, I mean, but but there. I, I, but I mean, since, I can understand threatening lawsuit if somebody gets a copy of a script right. and posts it. They can file a lawsuit, and they still have the lawyers and the people who post these don't have the money to fight the litigation. So it's just better to add, just take it down. So and their best bet is just to give in and let them win. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah, uh, but this is kind of an interesting idea with uh, with, well, with with the eleven different deaths. Because I'll tell you what, now that I know that they have filmed eleven different deaths, I want to see all eleven. Well, yeah, you're now you're gonna get you're definitely gonna just gonna get the Blu-ray when it comes out, especially and- Carl's. I want to see Carl's mm, death. What about Rick's death? Don't you want to see Rick's Rick's death, the like- guy who you never thought would die? Now here's a question for you: Knowing that they were filming eleven different deaths, all these characters essentially died. If you're like. Andrew Lincoln, you're Rick. You're like, well, I don't really want it to be me, so I'm going to do a really crappy job in my acting. So they're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can't go with this one. <laughs> what did you want to do? What did you be like? No, please. I'm going to stop. Yeah, stop this. This hurts. Ow. 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 Oh, Ow. it hurts. Ah, that dude, stings. Do the Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, man. that's how I want to see Rick die. All right. Well, well, Brad, I don't know what you got going on here uh, um, well, next weekend, but I'm 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 heading out of town next weekend again. I'm gonna be going wah, out wah. to Indianapolis to the Days of the Dead Horror Movie Convention. It's an annual convention I go to every year. Um, some of the guests for this convention next weekend, June 24th through the 26th, by the way. Uh, it's uh, at the Wyndham in Indianapolis, Days of the Dead, June 24th, 26th. All right, some of the guests include Christy Swanson, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the nice. OG Buffy. OG, the real one. She's going to be there. Uh, Doug Bradley, Pinhead, uh, PJ Souls, if you, she's from the original Whatever Halloween. happened to PJ Souls? She's, no, she's, she's, it's, a, it's an album with a, the name of a Local H album. Really? Yes, Whatever Happened to PJ Souls, Local H album. I did not know that that was an album. Yes. But she'll be there. Um, Has one of my um, uh, favorite songs that they ever did, California songs, on it. Really? Making fun of um, all the California songs ever written. I'll have to give that a listen. 
It's not it's not an overall good album, but I just like that song because it makes fun of all the people singing about how great California is. Um, speaking of that, they they uh, at this convention they do uh, they do bring in musical guests. They have Phil Insamo coming, the lead singer of Pantera. Nice. He's going to be at the convention next weekend. He's probably the only guy I'm really looking forward to meeting. I've already met a lot of these others. Uh, they've got wrestling guests. They do bring in wrestling guests. Of last, course. Last year they had Ric Flair there. Um, Woo! This year Shawn Michaels. The heartbreak and, kid. And Mean Gene Okerlund's going to be there, too. You know, I've been playing a lot of WWE 2K15 because I just had it, happened to have it because I was really discounted like a couple weeks ago. Downloaded it. I ended up creating you, me, and some other people. Oh, it's just so, it's so much stress relief when you're pissed off at someone to um, uh, put them through um, a chair and a table. <laughs> All your bosses at work. Yes. But uh, I think that'll do it for uh, this episode of the Hillcrest Duo. Again, recorded on Saturday, June the 18th, 2016. We want to wish our dads and all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. Yes. Speaking of Father's Day, if you could remember, you got to watch Creep Show, the first one, with the Father's Day skit. I want to say that's the very first skit, which the old man's like, it's Father's Day. Where's my cake? Oh, you got to watch it. All right. I'm Metal John, at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Brad Risto, at Outsider Brad on Twitter. And until next time, this has been the Hillcrest Duo. You can find us all over the place on iTunes. Apple TV, I heard you could find us too. Ooh.